Oh my gosh. Look, we all want to live up to our parents' expectations or our boss's expectations. That's usually a moment of glory, a moment of pride. However, I don't feel like if you're an NFC East team or the NFC East at large, you want to live up to the, if you can call them this, expectations that were set by our last podcast, calling it the NFC least. But they did that to a T. Holy crap. Welcome back to a special edition of, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, but it's the recap for this last week's NFC least show out. Man, they were out to prove to earn that title, the NFC least, and they did it. We got Connor back in. We're giving you another episode just day between because it was one of those moments where I wasn't planning this episode, but then all of a sudden, um, after Sunday, all of Sunday's games were over, and I looked over the NFC East, I said, wow, when the best, when, when the team that did the best ended with a tie, got a tie out of last week. I was like, I can't not do an episode. Am I right or am I right, Connor? Yeah, no, you're you're just right. Um, they really tried to one up themselves with the NFC least two leaster. Like, that's what this feels like. <laughs> this time, it's the leastest. Um, you know. <laughs> oh gosh, like I don't even like it. It literally felt like we were sitting there daring them just to tank and be horrible, and they were like accepted like hold my beer um shot they actually said give me a second beer shotgun shotgun finish their first one shotgun that new one and then they go run straight into a light pole that's what that felt like yep and the whole thing's on video it's all there for you to see so uh you're obviously the giants fan i'm an eagles fan so we can first talk about we can finish with our respective teams because i have a lot to say about that eagles game but okay. um, we can we can start with I don't know the Washington football team the team that we can collectively hate and not when I say collectively I mean everybody in the NFC East can always get behind hating on the Redskins the other three teams can always get behind so um, not the Redskins anymore see I knew it was going to happen Washington football team let's talk about yeah. this well. Um... As we've said before, they're they don't have a name, no name, but team. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that the team is terrible. So bad. So, you know, no name whenever you don't even have a name to fall back on and you're just relying on the team and your team isn't good, it really starts to hurt. Yeah, because it was one of those things, like they they look decent through Week well, week one they looked amazing thanks to the Eagles. The second half of week one. Week two, it uh, they 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 looked okay. I don't honestly don't remember week two for them. I know they lost, but I don't feel like they, they got, got beat, beat up by the Cardinals. Yeah, but it to be expected. The Cardinals are on the up and up. Uh, personal note: I love out. me some Kyler Murray, and I was preaching his praises all year last year. All True. year, and I said, "Look, this kid is close to being great, and this team can get it together." And they did, but that's not what we're here to talk about. So let's just let's break this down. Dwayne Haskins he 
he really wanted to show out for that NFC lease title. And he actually wanted to challenge Danny Dimes and Carson Wentz. So he actually decided to, while going 21 for 37, throwing for 244, 224 yards, and then throwing two touchdowns, he said, that's not enough. I need these three interceptions and three sacks uh, for, for a QBR of 30 and a, and a passer rating of 58.8. Feeling Real Strong runner for good. the leastest of the week. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget who they played. They were playing the Cleveland Browns. Yes. And so they're, they're not exactly world beaters, especially historically. Oh, no. Saw today this was their first time with a winning record since, I think, 2010? Uh, I think 2014. And one. 2014. Okay, maybe so. It's been five, six, ten years, somewhere in there. It's- I don't know. Over half a decade is what we'll say. Possibly even a decade. Yes. And they lost to them handily. Yeah. So looking, just looking at the breakdown, if you didn't watch this game, I don't blame you. I purposely avoided it. Uh, Washington goes up 7-0 in the first. Then Cleveland scores 17 unanswered in the second. So it's 17-7. Then Washington score, strikes back, scores 13 in the third. And you're like, oh, it's 20-17. to We got ourselves a game. And then in the fourth, Cleveland manages to score 17 unanswered to make it 34-20. to um, They got walloped. Baker Mayfield had a passer rating of 117.3. No interceptions, two touchdowns, only 156 yards, too. Nick Chubb had him a day. Yes. Uh, so they they really they really went up against the historically this this is what what we call last uh, you know what this is the non buy bye week game yes uh, that I had last year and if you didn't follow last year's podcast basically I picked the worst game the garbage can game the water trash game the game that really doesn't affect anyone's lives even if you are fans of one of the teams playing and called it the non buy bye week game credit to Connor for that name and that was this one. So I really don't have anything else to say on this besides good job, Washington way to hold true to what you've been historically and not prove us right on our other podcast covering no name, but team just Washington. Yes. which you should go listen yes. to. It's hilarious. If you haven't heard it, it's like three or four. Especially now. Back. Oh, it's Especially so good. Now. Cause do you remember what we predicted? They would go <laughs> 11 and five. Oh, <laughs> well, they're one and two, so they're only going to lose three more games, and they're going to win yep. ten more. Let's yes. see how that pans they're about to out. Go on a run. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, we can shift gears to that Cowboys game, which actually I will say this: it was a good game. It was yeah, a fun it, game to it watch. It ended up closer than it should have been. Yeah, what's oh, really yeah. interesting. Oh yeah, way closer. I'm trying to pull it like up. If not right for now. the DK Metcalf. Uh, 62 yard reception that should have been 63 and a touchdown dude i don't even get me started on that nonsense i have him in my fantasy and i I was watching that live and i was like oh snap bunch of fantasy points punched out it's not deshaun jackson who um you know from like 10 years ago when he just dropped it before right before he went in the end zone like oh that's a dumb move he straight up slowed down and the the worst part about it too is it wasn't like there wasn't anyone around him that dude was on his tail and he knows he was on his tail like i get you don't see him but you can feel him he the guy the court the cb was close enough uh, you know yeah. you know dk could feel him and he still was like no nah, i'm just gonna waltz in and oh i'm i remember i texted you about that and you're like 
yeah. that's the first and last time he makes that mistake. Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, really do stuff like that, but it's not important nope. because we're talking about the Cowboys. Yes. So the Cowgirls, um, they really come in and you look at the stat sheet and it's like, oh wow, this is pretty good. It's uh Dak threw it 57 times. He's getting Matt Ryan level numbers in there. 57 tosses. It's a lot. Zeke only had 14 carries for 34 yards. To me, that's their first mistake, but that's fine. Yeah. You have you have that level of running back, and you're like, no, we're gonna throw. Because we're up against Russell Wilson, so we gotta sling it, right? Well, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know why, but okay. He he put up a, he put up some an impressive three uh, touchdowns. However, he negated those with two picks and then two sacks. He still had a he had, still had a QBR of seventy three, but his passer rating was ninety three. Um, so still sub one hundred. And then Russell Wilson on the other side of the ball threw five touchdowns, no picks, and had a passer rating of one hundred and thirty. Yeah, and you can't correct me if I'm wrong here, mm-hmm. but I think that one of Dak's uh, interceptions was like the last play of the game, basically. Just yes, garbage it was. Throw it up there. Yes, it was. It was a prayer. So in, in, yeah. in, in all actuality, you know how the, in the NBA they talk true shooting percentage. What true yeah. interceptions thrown would have been one. Kind of like, yeah. For this, it counts. Mm-hmm. So the Cowboys, they at least tried to like make it look like, oh, yeah, we're going to put up a fight. We'll put up a little bit of a fight. You know, make it look like we want to win and make it a close yeah. game. But nah, we we the NFC least. We them girls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, come at me, oh. Cowboys fans. We them girls, <laughs> and they took that big fat L. Um, I I watched most of the game. It was very entertaining overall. So they at least put oh, yeah. on a good show. Unlike the last game we were literally talking about, that was a no watch game. So now we can yeah. move on to because I think um move on to the Giants here. If you want to kick that one off, because ooh, Giants uh, they lost. Back to you. Um, no, I mean it was it was atrocious. I mean to be expected, not surprising, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Jones. Um, he's not Danny Dimes. He's like Danny Nichols, maybe. Maybe even uh, pennies. Maybe pennies. Yeah, or like a hay penny, where you're like, oh, this is even in circulation. Does this even count anymore? Nope. Uh, no, is the answer. Uh, threw the ball 32 times, completed 17 of them, um, which for those keeping track at home is not good. Um, it's a pretty poor percentage. Um, it's like 57. Like, yeah, yeah, which is, I guess, pr- actually probably his season average or around there. Uh, 179 yards, so most of those catches apparently were then checkdowns. I mean, <laughs> just, he averaged oh, about 10, 10.9 yards a or a reception. It isn't just terrible, but it's also not a lot going. He had no touchdowns and one pick. So he limited his interceptions this time. So that's good, I guess. <laughs> but he didn't couldn't couldn't squeak out a touchdown. No. And once again, Daniel Jones was the Giants leading rusher with oh. five carries for 49 yards. Oh gosh, no. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, fun fact, because it's fresh. It's this fresh on my mind. 
I was half right on my prediction for this game. I believe you said it was 24 to three. And I said 24 to six. I said they were good for two field goals. I was very generous. Yeah. Just, just wanted to pat my own back there. Felt pretty good about it. (laughs) Just because I'm about to tear my whole world down once we talk about the Eagles. But, and that's, yeah. Yeah. I remember the tweet. I do remember the tweet that I saw. It was a list okay. of all the backups that were playing for San Fran because all their injuries. And it said yes. Giants lost 30, what is it, 30 to 6? 36 to 6. 36 to 9. Oh, 36 to 9. Dang it. I got those confused. Um, I wasn't right. Uh, but I was going to let you have it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, feel free to sit me down anytime, though. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, I'm going to say you didn't. No, we scored nine points in that terrible loss. No, I'm, I'm going to let that one ride. Fair enough. Fair enough. But anyways, it was just like they lost They lost 36 to 9, and they just listed all the reserves who were playing, and I was like, oh, that's got to hurt. That's got to yeah. hurt. And the other one that I actually referenced said that in 15 and a half career starts, Daniel Jones. By the way, I've only been saying Danny Dimes because I legit forgot his last name legit no that's fair totally forgot and As i've been trying should. to figure it out for the last like three days full disclosure <laughs> so yeah no that that seems fair i've been trying to uh just continually say it so no one can forget all of this oh it's so bad but in 15 and a half career starts he has 35 interceptions plus fumbles they didn't even list the fumbles i just said no nah, there's 35 INTs and then some fumbles. So they at least did him a service to of not just to fully drag him by showing the yes. fumbles too, but yeah, goodness. I think the uh, worst thing that's happened to the giants in probably five years is that his very first game he came in and played, he played well. I think that in it of itself was the worst thing to happen to the giants. Cause now we're going to keep giving him room. And I mean, the GM gave Gettleman, he has to give him room because as soon as Danny uh, Dimes does not work out, he's also is out of job. So mm-hmm. now we're stuck in that purgatory. Gosh. Well, if I'm looking back correctly, I wish I would have been tracking this. Um, Daniel had one interception. Dak had mm-hmm. two. Yep. Dwayne had three. I believe he did. So um, we just almost double. Oh, and then if you include Carson's too, we literally doubled the NFC East total interceptions for this season from eight. Cause I believe we were at, Oh, we might've been at seven. We were at seven. So we over doubled uh, yep. to 15 yep. and I don't really push on the pace. And I don't think we got that many touchdowns. That many, oh, uh, no would be the answer to that riddle, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wasn't fully prepared, so I don't have all my tabs. Plus, I'm trying not to touch my surface too much because last episode I had a ping. So we really won't worry about that. We can shift gears and finish with the best, uh, the team that did you technically the best today um, because they didn't lose, but they still managed not to win. And they, they tied for the second time. And I remember the last time that they tied with the Bengals in like, Wow, it was like 07 or something. I Yeah, because McNabb was still playing. Was he McNabb didn't know. And Andy Reed. Yeah, well, that's before 
back then the overtime rules were super stupid, but I think they're still broken a little bit, but they, um, they're at least better now. They're better. You can't just, you don't just get in field goal range and kick a field goal anymore. You, it's, you, you score a touchdown and you win, I, which I think on in some ways isn't smart, but I think what is dumber is the fact that you can still tie that. Yeah. Yeah. That is a tough one. And I get it's like, okay, we don't want to play. Like, you go and play literally a whole other full quarter and no team can score. It's like, what do we go to? You know, soccer has PKs. So maybe there's PKs. And this is uh, Pat McAfee. um, I saw his tweet about it. And he was talking and saying, like, we just need to have the kickers go ball for ball. (laughs) First one to miss loses. Ball for ball. Sudden death kickoff. And I'm like, yes. Make it make them actually matter. Yes. And and right now i'm 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 overthinking this but i'm thinking okay do we do you do you have them go out there with just the the snapper and your holder no teams to, would that actually add pressure versus take it away cuz like they're they're cuz i I'm, I'm thinking about it in this sense like you're expecting okay like normal setup and then all of a sudden you don't but the game is still on the line but you technically don't have any pressure it's kind of like game winning free throws I don't know. No, I think you. I think you go ahead and have the um, full offense and defense out there. Yeah, make special I, teams really matter. Make special teams great again. I'm about it. Uh, well, and I see it this way too. If because I don't think it's because these defenses were so stout. I think it's because these offenses were so sputtery. And so it's like, look, if your offense isn't going to be able to take a whole extra quarter to get, neither offense can even get a field yeah. goal after both teams have possessed the ball. Then it's yeah. like, all right. Um, just put the kickers out here because these teams suck <laughs> and let's let's let them duke it out let's that way finish this. Yeah, yeah i'm with that i i am all about that so if we can get that trending i mean i'm sure pat is better at getting that trending than me but it's fine you never so, know anyways this disappointment of a game carson yeah, wins Ooh, okay he hit his average Two interceptions a game. He is averaging two interceptions a game. He got three. He got sacked three times. So that felt good. He did throw a touchdown. He threw it forty-seven times. Miles Sanders. Um, he ran for ninety-five yards. I didn't. So it. I. It was a blackout game for me. I got the. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what game I got. I, I hated what game I got, but I got one of the games that wasn't this one. Yeah. Um, oh, it was the Texans. Whoever they played. Steelers. Yeah, I mean, better than Washington, Cleveland, but still. Sure. Yeah, I that game, and I was like, dang it. But I got the tail end. I got like overtime of, of the Eagles game. But just from my own research and being in the know, Miles Sanders apparently got almost all of his yards in the first half, and then he barely ran it. He only got 10 touches in the entire second half, um, yeah. which is – I don't remember if I read that right. They apparently went away from him though, even though he had a yeah. great game. And now today, Doug Peterson is citing fatigue because he just came back from a hamstring injury. Um, oh, which honestly, I can't even fault him for that excuse at the rate that our players get injured. Like all these people are freaking out about San Francisco. And I'm like, this is the last two years as an Eagle fan. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. joking. I wish I was, but no, it's, it's literally been, been my, I've been watching it's been my last two seasons as, as Eagles fan, we know. And so that's why when everybody's like, uh, I saw the great meme where it's like San Francisco fans, they're like crying and, and, and it's a uh, James Franco look is over and it was like, first time, huh? And they're about to hang from the gallows. 
<laughs> and I'm like, that's literally my feeling. But yeah, Carson had a fat, fat 58% completion percentage um, or around about there. Actually, less than that on this game. Sorry. That's his average for the season um, that I read from that tweet, I think, before we started recording. Yeah, no, he had just over 50%, maybe 52%. Burly. Just burly. Um, Nice passer rating of 62.8. Ooh. And QBR, 49.1. So the trend continues. And this game... Honestly, is a similar at this point in the season is similar to the the Washington Cleveland game, except it has a little bit more hype just because people want to see what Joe Burrow's gonna do. And Joe Burrow, he did pretty well. He got sacked eight times. That'd um, be an issue. But three three hundred yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And so he still got a pass rating of one oh five. Um but yeah. we tied at twenty-three. And if you don't know how this ended, the Eagles got into field goal range. And then in NFC least fashion, mm-hmm. our, I don't think it was a guard. I think he was two down. So technically would have been the tackle, left tackle. It's a field goal block though, right? Your legs are all interlaced. Yeah. You literally don't move until the ball moves. And then even honestly, until the defense even moves, you're literally just staring at the ball, waiting for that to happen. And then all you do is you just, when you're that close to the center, you just kind of put one arm up to stop anybody from jumping over you. Yeah. And then you just, you just lean into the next guy, right? It's like a, fa- it's like a phalanx and like the um, Roman yeah. empire type stuff. Like that's all you do. This idiot gets spooked by a D lineman slapping the ground. Like you can see, he just slaps the ground. This guy flinches at him, gets a false start, puts us even in longer field goal range. Like the first one was, I think it was going to be in the fifties, but then it was so much so that I don't even remember what it's from. I don't care to look. It's not important. We'll just say it was like a 60 yard field goal then. And so now it's like, Oh great. Well, what does Dougie Doug do? Cause there's roughly 19 seconds left. Yeah. He goes, you know, this is the same Doug Peterson who ran the Philly special in the Super Bowl, Nick Foles. This is the same Doug Peterson who goes for it a bunch of times on fourth and short around midfield when you're yep. when you're just in that that no man's land where it's like as ah, a short punt or extra, too long for a field goal though. This Doug let's let's just get a delay of game, pushes back another 5 yards just on the other side of the 50, I believe. And then we punt it. And the Bengals give it a couple college tries. Time runs out, and everyone's like, all right, we're just going to tie. What? Yeah. There is that. Connor, I've talked enough on this game. I'm going to take a quick break. Let's, let's hear some of your thoughts about this. The best game for the NFC least. This is the well, best game. Um, yeah, it's a uh, real throw up in the mouth whenever this is the best game, but it was as far as uh, final results. Um, On that last possession, the Eagles, I remember it being, I think it was something like a uh, 54-yard field goal is what it was going to be originally. Then the Uh false start takes it back to, I'm sorry, it was going to be a 59-yarder. Then the false start takes it to a 64 and oh. that's when he delays the games and uh, hunts. So it was going to be like a massive 64-yard attempt. But at least have the attempt. Am I wrong? I know it's I know it's well, NFL record-setting attempt. It's a 64-yard attempt. That would be what? You'd be at about the 50-yard line, 47-yard line? 
And if yeah. you miss it, they get it there, they get two first downs or even one, and they might be able to kick a field goal from there. So I don't know. It's ugly. And the O line your O lineman who had a false start on a field goal is I, I don't know if I think you said he should be cut immediately, and I haven't heard an update on him. At um, best, go to the practice squad. At best. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would agree with that. Um the other thing is I did look it up uh this week, the NFC East was uh, six touchdowns, eight interceptions. So nice. Ooh. Yep, working to continue and uh really open up that lead. Really uh get some separation there. So um I will say that the Cowboys are obviously the best team, right? Oh my gosh, by far. Like and they've also played a lot better of teams for the most part than like you know the Eagles and the Giants have. Not not all the way, but you know, I mean, you guys played the Rams. What was it? Week, yeah. last week. So I yeah. mean, that's no, they're no slouch, but yeah, Dallas lost know. to them too. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. I just it seems like eventually the Cowboys will get a few wins. Outside of the division, maybe, <laughs> or maybe they'll just win, you know, six in division and be the division champion. Go into the playoffs at seven and nine. Oh my gosh! And then just probably get walloped. Just be be super One underwhelming. Would One would be assume. Super underwhelming. Would, it, would it be underwhelming at that point if they go in at seven and nine? At the, or would it just oh, be well? No. No, that would ju- that would be honestly it would be welcoming. It would be on <laughs> par, right? Because at this point, they're doing everything in their power to prove you and me, um, and which like who are we? Just a couple of bozos just talking into a mic, like nobody. Um, no offense there. I'm just using this to talk a little oh. hyperbolically. Like we're not anything special. Why would they want to listen to us? Why would they want to prove us right? Why are they doing to this? Why are they doing this to us? This hurts. Yeah. It really just does. And I so let's just go ahead. Let's 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 look forward to week four. Because maybe there'll be some hidden wins there for the division. You think so? What what's week no, four? I do not. Because uh the the team is playing the Ravens. Oh gosh. Uh the Giants are playing the Rams. Oh no. The Eagles are playing the 49ers. Why? But the Cowboys are playing the Browns. So that hey. might be the end of the week. Here we go. Here we go. But hear me out on this one. Do you think that win over Washington could have given them enough of a confidence and, and kind of gotten them to a rhythm where you think they'll put up a good fight at least? I think it'll at least be close. If the Browns sneak out a win, oh. how beautiful that will be. The good news do we is doing these podcasts what? every week that the whole division doesn't get a win. I feel like we have to at this point. As long as the NFC least is thriving, this podcast series has to thrive. Apparently, because this is it's it's honestly a little disgusting, but it is what it has to be. Yeah, it's I don't even know how to it's like that moment when you know like I'm gonna throw up. And mm-hmm. I, it's gross, but you've kind of accepted it. You're like, it's coming, and I'm looking forward to possibly feeling better after that. And I'm yeah. not saying 
it's a week by week feeling for I'm talking about like the throw up is the end of the season. Like we're hoping this season that is just vomit in our laps can, can be done with. We can take a shower, start feeling a little bit better, help us get over the hump and maybe, maybe just pray that next year is different, but uh, sure. Yeah. Cause I mean, you look at it, Ravens, Washington, that's got to be at least a 21 point blowout, right? Or at least oh, a yeah. 17. I don't think I don't think Lamar is going to play in the fourth quarter. He might not. He really might not. So no. then we have Giants Rams. I have no business believing it'll be anything other than I don't know, whatever the Ram however many points the Rams want to 6. <laughs> You're not going to give him that third field goal? Probably not. I'm I'm actually going to give them a touchdown and missed extra point. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's what that feels like. Oh, gosh. Typically good for one throw, just not always worth a touchdown. Um, Then you got the Eagles 49ers on the Sunday night game at that. Why? Five time. I'm just hoping that. uh, I know. I'm not even going to. That's going to be. You know what? It's going to be. It's going to be like the Giants game against them. It's going to be like the Giants game earlier that day. Whatever, however many that San Francisco wants to score to like ten, because I think <laughs> I think I think Eagles are always good for like one touchdown, and then after that's usually just field goals. Yeah, yeah. So we'll all get to watch that one, and then the Browns play the Cowboys at noon on Sunday, which around here we're pretty much guaranteed to watch. That one's going to be on TV for us. Yep. That's the one no oh, it's Baker and the Cowboys. Come on. Yeah. No, this is, this is on TV here. You know how many Browns games I get just because it's, it'll end up being the closest one regionally. Like seriously, I've in my no. lifetime living in the middle of the country. It's like, you end up getting so many un, unsolicited Browns games and you're like, why, why yeah. do you hate me? Asked for this, but this is our burden. Yes, it's one we must carry. The good news is, the good news that we can close on is that it's still anybody's division. The Giants are still just one game out of the lead. The Eagles are somehow only a half game back. Gained on them now. Oh, we gained a half game. We didn't want to get a whole game. That's too much. No, no, no. We don't want to tie. We're we're gonna we're gonna draft. We're going to draft as closely as possible. Get real close. Some, maybe someday we'll pull off the slingshot maneuver. Yeah. We're going to wait. We're going to wait until like week 12 to try and pull off yeah. the slingshot. And it's yeah. going to be like, oh, we have to win every game. And the Cowboys have to lose these two games for us to win uh-huh. and like uh-huh. try and make a run. And But it's just not going to work at all. But they'll like make you think that until the last minute because that's what they like to oh, do. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So oh, are you? Sure. Have you changed your mind on in, on your prediction for who's going to be the worst in the in the division? Um, last week, was Giants? it last week? Did I say the Giants? I hope I did. Yes, yes. You said the okay, Giants, good. Eagles. No, I'm not changing. Okay. <laughs> you said um, Giants, uh, Eagles. Somehow, have just proven to me that they'll find a way to not win. 
So Eagles are probably still the second worst. I don't know if they can only tie against Joe Burrow giving up eight sacks. Um, and the Washington football team, it just feels like they'll win a few games off of they have good quarters out mm-hmm. of nowhere. And so if they have a few good quarters at the right time, then they'll win a game. So, you know, that's I, I'm sticking with it all the way around until we get to uh, about the sixth game in and Washington then has to win all the rest of their games to get to our predicted 11 and five. At that point, I'll make a switch if necessary. <laughs> that's fair. And that's understandable. I'm, yes. I mean, I'm going to stand by it too. Cause I mean, nothing, everything, it felt weird. I didn't mean to, I know you didn't mean to, but like it's, I've never been, especially on a podcast, like, our last one talking about the NFC lease and just introducing this whole idea. It's one of those things where like you talk so crazily and you're just like, yeah, I'm just, you know, you're, you're throwing, you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater type mentality, but yeah. you, but you don't, but I, but I don't think you ever expect to just be totally, absolutely right on Lately, literally totally almost right. everything that you said. It, yeah. Honestly, I'd say we were right on everything, at least this week. Yeah. And I don't remember. Did we predict scores last week? We did, and I don't remember. So I remember the Giants one was like twenty-four. Oh yeah, to three and twenty-four to six. The Eagles one was uh, like twenty-one ten. Yeah, and I think you might have said fourteen. One of us said fourteen. One of us said ten. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, we were we kind of went high on them, which we had, on, we still had too much fan hope. And we so still had too much our, faith. We were still working on Yeah. When I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, they tied it. Overtime. We're going to win. And they're like, no, 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 no. This is the no, Bengals. No, no. It's been what? it's been 10 years. Once every 10 years, we have to tie with the Bengals. That's the rule. It's in and the contract. That is the, we are legally obligated to do this. Yep. My new favorite phrase. I love just throwing legally in there when it has no business being. <laughs> People are like, legally, what? And I'm like, it's in the contract. <laughs> Yep, and then you just say, I didn't sign it, so don't blame me. Right. I didn't write it. I didn't sign it. It wasn't me, but I was in it. Um, The Cowboys, I think we said like 30. Dude, I think we said like 34. I think I said 34, 31. I think I said 34, 28. Yeah. So we were wicked close on that one. Yeah, pretty close. I mean, it was 31, 39. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, let's not let's not overshadow the fact that like the Cowboys got a safety because Zeke slipped in the end zone and his knee went down, and then he got touched. Yeah. That was. Oh, I hilarious. think his tattoo just wanted to eat grass. Saw <laughs> it saw the 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 different colored turf and was like, "Is that food? <laughs> Yum." Yep, that was exactly. Um, what uh, was that everybody? Oh, Washington score. I know we didn't predict that. I think we said yeah. like 21 17 or something. I, mean, I don't was, remember at all. I, mean, I let it, it go really in matter. one ear and out the other when it's Washington football team. Yeah. I mean, it's no name but team. So, yeah. That exactly. score, that score is not sticking around. But, dude, Those aren't real either. This team. As recording this, we are right on the, the verge of what is should be the exact opposite of everything the NFC lease has been this season. And that is Monday night football against the Ravens and the chiefs. I'm actually super excited for it to see how it goes. Yeah. I think it's going to be real Absolutely. fun. 
this is obviously the showdown that ESPN and everybody wants all the sports pundits because it's going to be, oh, you know, who's who's better? Who's better? Because this proves it. Week three in a pandemic season proves yeah, it's better. Yeah, no, this proves nothing. It's still Patrick Mahomes. He is better. I, I don't care. Yeah. Well, by, by literally resume, even though they've technically – I think they've been starters for the s- same amount of years now, right? Cause I be, think that's true. Because first season, Mahomes got the MVP. Then second yeah. season, Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. And that was last year. And Lamar's first season, nobody really remembers. But last year, he blew up. And, and yeah, so they're basically in the same boat. And Patrick Mahomes already has a wildly uh, – well, not wildly better, no, because Mahomes – or Lamar got the MVP last year, didn't he? Yes. Son of a gun. Who are these kids? I know. But – until I can see Lamar really carving up a defense with his arm, Patrick Mahomes is better. That's all I got. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, anyways, uh, I think that wraps it up for today. If you enjoyed this podcast and this potential series that we nobody expected or saw coming, um, just saying, you know, let us know yeah. your thoughts. Um, if you want to jump in on the, the hate train, the sad caboose, that is the NFC least then uh, feel free to shoot me an email at theramblingviking at gmail.com and uh, let us know any of your thoughts, and we might see you next week. We'll see how this NFC least pans out. But by the schedule and, the, and, the, and what we've got on paper, it looks like we'll see you back here on the NFC, on the next edition of the NFC least podcast here on the Rambling Viking. I say that it's like a la- half laugh. Like I wish I could cry. It's like one of those, yeah. you know, like it's yeah. funny, but it's so sad as a fan. But man, does it hurt. Yep. All right. Well, Connor, thanks so much for jumping on this impromptu episode. Thanks everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy the game tonight. Cause I am going to release this. This is definitely coming out before the game starts. So maybe listen to it in tandem, get, get a little bitter Ooh. and sweet, sad and funny going uh-huh. on. Should be good. Right. Um, or uninteresting and interesting, bad football, good football, whatever floats your goat. All right. That's all for us. We'll see you next time.